And welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. And before I get into this episode, I would just like to again invite you to become a sponsor of the podcast through my Patreon channel. Um, It's linked here in the description box below. And subscribers get to watch all episodes of the podcast in video format. They also get access to my members-only Discord channel. And on the last Sunday of every month, we do a live session of questions and answers with some readings. Okay, so for a very small donation, you can join in all of this and also more importantly, help to keep the podcast on air. Now, in this episode, I want to talk to you about life in spirit, what it's like for us when we cross over or you can call it crossover, returning to the spirit world, you know, passing over, whatever you want to call it. A lot of people call it something different. Okay. So for the purpose of this, I'm just going to say when we return to the spirit world, when our earthly life has finished. Okay. Now, for those of you who listen regularly to the podcast, you'll, you'll already have seen that a lot of topics that I discuss, um, when I'm talking about spirit, like they don't stand alone. Okay. There are crossover points in each topic. And in this episode, I'm going to touch on, but not elaborate on, some of the points that I've already discussed in episode 27, which is called Why Do Spirits Watch Us? Okay, so if you want to dive deeper into some of the points I touch on here today, I will leave the link to episode 27 in the description box attached. Okay, so now uh, we all have this idea of what spirit world um, is going to be like. And I totally agree that it would be wonderful if when the struggles of this world, this earthly world were over, that we would return to a peaceful place, okay, where we would sit on clouds all day long, playing our harps, laughing at all the mistakes that the meagre humans on the earth plane make on a daily basis, okay, you know, we'd all say, oh, I remember when I did that or whatever. Wouldn't that be the perfect world, the perfect experience? Okay, well, forget it. (laughs) That's not what the spirit world is about. Okay, it's not. Okay, being in the spirit world is our real life. Think of Earth as like a work experience. Okay, we're here to achieve a certain level of spirituality before we return to the spirit world. Okay, But my experiences as Sandy will not be finished after I die in this lifetime, okay? There will be many more things that I need to finish up and check up on long after I return to the spirit world because the success or failure of me as a spirit being is not only measured by what happened while I was alive on earth, but also by the consequences of my actions after I've left. Okay, and as I said, I delve into this in more detail in episode 27, so I won't go too deep on it in here. But basically, the sum total of all the experiences that I have here on Earth, you know, the actions that I take, the consequences of those actions on the people around me, 
and the people that I've left behind. Okay, all of those things, all of those consequences, they all add up to my spiritual takeaways from this life. Okay, not just the ones that I see in real time while I'm here. Like when I disappoint somebody and I can see it immediately on their face. Okay, that's part of my spiritual um, experience. But also what that person takes away from it and how you know it affects the rest of their life is also part of my spiritual experience. Okay. And you know, we are only here on earth to develop spiritually. Okay. We're here to learn more about ourselves and how we can be of help to others. And this is why we need to experience many lifetimes before we're ready to take the step into a higher realm in the spirit world. Okay. Okay, so let's take a step backwards, right? And talk about the moment that a soul passes into spirit. Okay. And when a soul passes from the earth world into the spirit world, we're all aware that we're met by loved ones and spirit guides. And we'll all have heard about the process of reviewing our life with our spirit guides. You know, this life review where we literally watch a movie, you know, of our whole life and our life experiences. And we discuss with them, you know, all of the things that we did right, the things that we did wrong, the things that we should have or could have done better and the opportunities we missed out on that we had agreed to in our soul plan. Okay. So all of this experience is done very early on after our arrival back into spirit. Okay, and I, I can almost hear you all saying, yeah, I can't wait for that. <laughs> okay, don't worry. It's not like, you know, um, someone is going to be there, you know, beating you over the knuckles with a ruler telling you, look what you did here. Okay, you'll know yourself when you see it back. Because, you know, and I talk about this in earlier episodes about how we view life when we're here through the lens of what we've been through. But we don't always see other people's experiences of us. Okay, so no matter how pious we think we might be, okay, there's always someone, you know, who's going to think, well, you know, you said this to me once or, you know, I was waiting for you here and you never showed up or whatever it might be. Okay, so no matter how good we think we are, there's always going to be something small that we're going to need to review. Okay, but the review in itself is not the end of the process. Okay, because this whole thing is like a continuous assessment. Okay, so let's take an example, right? So I have two boys, okay, two sons. If I were to fall out with one of those boys while I were alive, okay, and say I were to disown one of those boys and write him out of my will, and, you know, I die without ever having made this situation right before I pass away, then the consequences of that decision, okay, and it doesn't matter for whatever reason that I took it, but the consequences of that decision will be felt for generations to come because there will always be the story of the difficult mother, grandmother or whatever, okay? And that would be spoken about in the family for generations to come. And, you know, perhaps because of my coldness towards him and my unacceptance of whatever, you know, um, maybe that he'd done or I'd done or, you know, the fact that I didn't make it right. So, 
you know, it's quite possible that, you know, when his time comes to be a parent, that he himself may in fact have a distant emotional relationship with his children, you know, and so on and so forth. And it continues through the, through the generations, but that can be traced right back to directly how I treated him. Okay, and now you could go back maybe into my own life and think, well, you did that to him because of this. But I shouldn't because I should learn from the disappointment that I had from how I was treated by somebody and therefore not treat somebody else the same way. So what I'm trying to say here, okay, and this is just a simple example, okay, to try to explain to you, you know, the point that I'm making okay that watching the effects of my life choice unfold over the course of many years will be part of what i have to do in the spirit world okay so i will in real time you know see these things happening see perhaps the son that i disowned maybe disowning one of his children because perhaps he thinks it's the right thing to do you know at that point Okay, so these things are perpetuated throughout generations, unfortunately. And that in itself would just be one thing, okay, because I have more than one child, you know, and my treatment of each of them in their early life will dictate their treatment of each other in adult life, okay? And that in itself is another consequence of my actions in this life that I will have to watch play out long after I'm gone okay and you know there will be like lots of other people that I would have had an effect on in my lifetime okay positive I hope but you know I am I have an effect on a lot of people around me family friends work colleagues clients whatever it might be but I also have an effect on the environment you know my carbon footprint did I set foot to a forest that had actually taken um, thousands of years to grow and mature you know so all of that is part of who I was you know how I treat animals you know there's a lot of stuff um, that is part of your life experience okay so I think well I hope that you can see that watching over just my children it would be an extremely important but yet small part of the footprint that I would leave behind me when I leave. Okay, so following up on all of these and how all of these scenarios unfold, okay, after my passing, this makes up my spiritual development going forward. Okay, and you know, you will see that following in real time the consequences of your lifetime here on earth, it will be time consuming for you in the spirit world, but you won't be doing it all day, every day. Okay, sometimes you would just want to visit with and sit with your loved ones that you left behind. Comfort them, encourage them. There's that part to it too, because you know, you're still, you know, um, a mother, father, brother, sister, son, daughter, you know, you're lots of different roles in the lifetime. And you know, they'll miss you too, okay? So you, you will want to be just, be there for them, I guess, okay? but you will have other work to do in spirit. Okay, because what is the point in developing spiritually if you don't put what you learn to work? Okay, so again, your experiences of this lifetime 
and of course your previous lifetimes will be put to good use in spirit. Okay, now what do I mean by that? Okay, well, in the same way that here in life, if you have been through something, you use your experience to help others through the same life obstacles. Okay, in the same way, you will also use the experiences you had in life to help others in the spirit world. Now, one of the examples that I've used when talking about this before is someone who has died by suicide. Okay, so the experience that they lived through to bring them to the decision to end their own life, the whole process of actually making the decision and then carrying it out, that's a huge traumatic life experience. And it's something that victims of suicide have to deal with when they get to the other side. Okay, now I do want to say that just because I'm using this example, it doesn't mean that I'm saying that, oh, you know, people that die by suicide have a terrible when they get to the other side. Everybody has to deal with the consequences of their decisions in the spirit world. So I'm not saying that victims of suicide have it worse than others. You could also use the example of someone who had dementia and arrives in the spirit world. They'll be exhausted. When they arrive, they'll also feel guilty because of everything they've put their family through in their last days. Okay, so in each of these two examples, the person will be met with someone who has been through the same thing in life. Okay, and this person will help them to come to terms with what they've been through and they will help them to work through the guilt, the loss, you know, everything surrounding that particular situation. So it doesn't matter if, you know, someone has passed by cancer, a car crash, everyone goes through the same process, okay? Nobody more than others, okay? Everybody has to go through the process, okay? And it's precisely for this reason that we come back to this life again and again so that we experience more and more of life each time we are reincarnated. Because if we haven't experienced these things in life, how can we help others through it? Because we can only give the benefit of our experience if we have actually experienced it, okay? So our lifetimes, I'm using the plural, our lifetimes of learning is put to great use in the spirit world. And we as spiritual beings develop and grow and work our way up through the different levels of spirituality until, you know, someday we become maybe spirit guides or ascended masters or whatever we hope to become, okay? You know, this life is a journey. It is a, a huge journey. It's not an easy journey all the time, okay? But so is the spirit world a journey, it is. And you know, don't let yourself get bogged down in life by one mistake or by any single person. Okay, each person you encounter, whether they're positive or negative, they're teaching you something about life or something about yourself. And you in turn will be part of their continuing story. And their treatment of you would be something they will have to deal with at some point, even if it is later on. 
Okay, so everybody deals with something. And, you know, I've probably said this in a previous episode or you've heard me say it somewhere before. But, you know, as I said to you, we, we keep coming back to this world to experience things over and over and over again from a different perspective. So, for example, okay, so we used the um, example of suicide there, okay? So, in this lifetime, somebody, okay, dies by suicide, okay? And when they pass to the spirit world, they deal with that. But they will come back somewhere down the road and they may be the loved one that's left behind after, um, you know, suicide. So, they're... Not the one who dies by suicide, but they're the one who's bereaved by suicide. Okay, so they're experiencing both sides of this, you know, and how can they help if they haven't experienced both sides? And it's the same with a murder victim. Okay, so in this lifetime, maybe I, somebody will die because they're murdered. And then in another lifetime, they will come back and maybe they'll be the person who commits the murder. And then in another lifetime, they'll come back and they'll be the person, the family member of the person who was murdered. And then in another lifetime, they may be the family member of the person who commits the murder. Okay, so it takes four lifetimes for them to see every angle of this situation. Okay, the murder situation. Now, we can have more than one lesson to learn in a lifetime. Okay, because, you know, someone who's murdered or someone who commits a murder or is a family member of a murderer, you know, they could have maybe been adopted, you know, when they were younger. Um, they could have had like so many other things that they went through and, and they're not always necessarily negative. Okay, I know we um, we tend and I do tend to think maybe about the negative that ha- things that happen people. But what about the people who have the positive things? Okay, so Abraham Lincoln, he became president of the United States and that was something that he had to, you know, that was part of his life um, experience in that lifetime. But also at the same time, he experienced being murdered. Okay, so we can have more than one experience that we can carry forward with us to use in the spirit world. Okay, I hope that's clear and I hope that helps. And I hope that it's given you some idea of how this life feeds into the next. Okay, and as I said before, there's a little more information um, in episode 27, which I will link below. Okay. So again, I'd ask you to consider checking out my Patreon page. It's called Life After Life with Sandy Byrne, same as the podcast. So it's just patreon.com forward slash Life After Life with Sandy Byrne. And if you're enjoying the podcast, the small donation, it will help to keep the podcast on air going forward. Okay, so for now, I'll say goodbye to you. And I will see you in the next episode of Life After Life with Sandy Byrne. So until then, take care and stay safe. Discussing everything about the